Welcome to a new episode of the Jam Pack Report, today for February the 25th of 2021. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams, and this is a daily gaming news podcast meant to bring you the hottest news you need to know from around the industry. Hosted on YouTube and podcast services around the world five days a week, it's your one-stop shop for everything you need to know. So, if you enjoy the show and you like what you see, hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more. But unfortunately for the Anthem fans in the house, Anthem Next has officially been cancelled, and this news comes by way of Bioware's official blog and an update from studio head Christian Daly. He writes, quote, Friends, in the spirit of transparency and closure, we wanted to share that we have made the difficult decision to stop our new development work on Anthem, aka Anthem Next. We will, however, continue to keep Anthem Live service running as it exists today. Since Anthem's launch, the team has been working hard to continually improve the game, releasing multiple updates that brought with them a variety of improvements and introduced new content to play. Towards the end of 2019, we expanded on that effort and started working on a more fundamental restructure of the game. During the development, we are provided updates revealing some of the team's work through blog posts and conversations with you on social media, and it's been inspiring for us to see the positive reactions and feedback. I've been incredibly proud of the work the team has been doing and excited to see and play each new build of the experience. 2020 was a year unlike any other, and while we continue to make progress against all our game projects at BioWare, working from home during the pandemic has had an impact on our productivity, and not everything we had planned as a studio before COVID-19 can be accomplished without putting undue stress on our teams. I know this will be disappointing to the community of Anthem players who have been excited to see the improvements we've been working on, it's also disappointing for the team who are doing brilliant work. And for me personally, Anthem is what brought me to Bioware, and the last two years have been some of the most challenging and rewarding experiences of my career. Game development is hard. Decisions like these are not easy. Moving forward, we need to laser focus our efforts as a studio and strengthen the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect titles while continuing to provide quality updates to Star Wars The Old Republic. To the Anthem community, thank you for your passion and creativity, your feedback and suggestions most certainly help shape the team's direction, and on a personal note, your kindness and encouragement were much needed last year. Please stay safe and be kind to each other. Strong alone, stronger together. Christian. Very unfortunate, and I say this genuinely because Anthem had some good ideas. There is a solid shell of a game there, but I think there was a lot more work that needed to be done to really bring it to that level where it would be a Destiny killer as it was first pitched. I mean, that's the conversation building up to its release is that this could be Bioware's next big thing. And on release, the game just fell flat. It never really did gain that traction with fans that Bioware was hoping that it would, and so ultimately, this is where we see the story come to a close. Hopefully, the assets within Anthem will be used for something else. Uh, hopefully, the project will be picked up in a few years' time, revamped, something along those lines. Uh, but for those that don't know, leading up to the reveal of Anthem, no one really knew what direction this game was supposed to take. This was a game that was created for the sole purpose of making a game, not necessarily that someone had a vision that they wanted to make into a reality. Uh, this was made as somewhat of a, not marketing piece, but a product to be sold rather than a project to be made. And I think that's shown through in the final product that we saw when it did hit store shelves. Uh, but ultimately... Anthem is officially done for, and if you are still playing the game, the servers will continue running, uh, and the game will essentially sit in a state of, of 
I guess, rot, for lack of a better term, for the foreseeable future. Hate to call it that, but that's kind of what it is. Uh, so if you do want to continue playing Anthem, I think it's on sale right now, but again, it's kind of one of those games where it will exist in limbo until the servers are eventually brought offline. But a new PUBG game has been revealed, Meet PUBG New State, a mobile-first battle royale. Bear with me, I think this could actually be cool. News comes by way of a press release from the official PUBG website, and they do write that, quote, Crafton Incorporated today unveiled PUBG New State, the newest battle royale title in a growing franchise, developed by PUBG Studio, pioneers of the genre, and creators of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. The title will launch as a free-to-play experience on Android and iOS in 2021. Optimized for mobile play, PUBG New State will deliver the full Battle Royale experience straight into players' hands. Leveraging and adopting the best-in-class gunplay made popular by the original PUBG game, players can experience the same combat experience that is easy to learn but hard to master. Additionally, thanks to its state-of-the-art global illumination rendering technology, the title features graphics that push the limits of mobile gaming so players can immerse themselves in a Battlegrounds experience that is realistic and intense, but more importantly, stable and smooth. Set in the near future of 2051, years have passed since the original game. Within this backdrop, players will be dropping into a brand new back Battleground excuse me, called Troy, where they will have the opportunity to discover how the universe has evolved. Filled with various landmarks that have their own distinct characteristics, players will be able to explore a unique environment that features interactable objects, helping them come up with new ways and strategies to dominate the competition. So there's a trailer out as well, and I must admit, I'm very impressed with what I'm seeing here. Because while it is a mobile game, it looks like it's one that has a lot of depth to it, uh, and I think that it could be the next big mobile hit for the Battle Royale space which is very, very active. There's a lot of people uh, that are playing Battle Royales on the mobile, on the go, and wherever they may be in their day-to-day -day lives. The first thing you'll notice from the trailer, though, is that this is not a, an infinite warfare by any stretch of the imagination. This is not throwing itself deeply into the modern combat-style situation. Every element of the original PUBG, from what I'm seeing here, has essentially just been reskinned. That's what I'm seeing from New State. That's not necessarily a bad thing because it will feel very familiar to the fan base and players, and it is something that will still have that PUBG mechanic at its core. It's still a PUBG game, and ultimately it's just set in kind of a modern warfare style situation. Not necessarily a bad thing. Again, very cool cosmetics and whatnot will absolutely come from this. Uh, so if you do want to pre-register, you can do that right now on Google Play. And pre-registration on iOS does begin shortly, and I'm sure there will be an update. You can follow their official Twitter account for PUBG News State if you did want to dive in and continually receive new updates on the game. But lots to look forward to in the world of PUBG. Uh, this is just one of many new projects that are coming from their team. And of course, one is a story-driven kind of experience that is set in the PUBG universe, something that's a little bit experimental, uh, but I'm sure much more is going to come with that in the days ahead. In the meantime, however, you can check out the new games with gold for the month of March 2021 with $64.96 in value and 3200 gamer score. Not the best month, but there are a couple of standout hits in here. The March Games with Gold lineup is here. On the Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S, become the Ultimate Mercenary in Warface Breakout and take down the Laminati in Vicious Attack Llama Apocalypse. 
And for our classic lineup via backward compatibility, pilot your favorite Metal Slug to take down an enemy menace in Metal Slug 3, and rule the seas from Port-au-Prince to Tortuga in Port Royale 3. Xbox Live Gold members will have exclusive access to these games for a limited time as part of Games with Gold, and of course, so will Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members who receive all of the fantastic benefits of Gold, plus access to over 100 high-quality games with Xbox Game Pass. So again, Warface Breakout is available from March 1st to the 31st, Vicious Attack Llama Apocalypse is available March 16th to April 15th, Metal Slug 3 is available for March 1st to the 15th, and Port Royale 3 is coming March 16th to the 31st. For me, the standout big win here is absolutely Metal Slug 3. I think that's the game that gets me the most excited, but I've been playing Metal Slug in an arcade since I was roughly 7 years old, so it's a game that has a lot of meaning for me. Warface Breakout I suppose it's a cool first-person shooter. It's one of those that has really yet to prove itself in the grand scheme of things. But hey, since it's been given away for free as part of Games with Gold, you might as well dive in, give it a shot, see if it's something that you might be interested in. Uh, definitely going to be a certain level of jank with that one. You don't go in expecting a Call of Duty, don't go in expecting a Battlefield, but there could be some cool stuff to find within that one. When it comes to Vicious Attack Llama Apocalypse, it looks fine. It's kind of one of those uh, dual thumbstick shooters. A lot of uh, team co-op cooperation can be played solo, obviously, uh, but certainly an interesting, uh, interesting idea. It's kind of like uh, Dead Nation, but with zombies. Whoever came up with that, or um, excuse me, Dead Nation, but with llamas. Sorry, the zombies thing just rolls off the tongue. Metal Slug 3 is a side-scrolling arcade classic, if I'm being quite frank with you. Love Metal Slug. Huge fan of it, uh, and this is absolutely one that I'm going to be diving into this month because it's just one that I can never get enough of. Metal Slug is just the GOAT. It is so, so good. And then, of course, you have the pirate strategy game, uh, Port Royale 3, if you do want to check that one out. Kind of this situation that you got going on here. Not really one that excites me. Might not even redeem that one, quite frankly. But regardless, there's your Games with Gold for March of 2021. If you do want to check them out, by all means, you can dive in. Now, I do want to talk about this. Something is happening on Call of Duty's side of the fence, and that is that updates have gotten so big for Black Ops Cold War and Modern Warfare Warzone and Modern Warfare that if you have both of them installed on your PlayStation 4, that is a 500 gigabyte PlayStation 4, it's not going to fit. That's right. If you have both Modern Warfare Warzone and Black Ops Cold War installed simultaneously, they will not fit on your PlayStation 4. It's larger than 500 gigabytes. News comes by way of a new blog update on CallofDuty.com that shares more about the upcoming updates to the games and what you can expect. But if you scroll down to roughly about three quarters of the way down the blog, you find this. PlayStation 4 players, file size, and making space. Quote, those who own a standard PlayStation 4 with a default hard drive of 500 gigabytes may need to make room if they have the full versions of Modern Warfare Warzone and Black Ops Cold War with all modes and packs installed. Should you have both games installed and have kept up to date with the updates, you may need to delete some unused game content to have a successful download and install of the Warzone patch tonight. 
Here's how you can do that in both games, and they talk more about how you go to file management and delete certain sections of the game. So essentially, if you look at something like uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, you have Dead Ops Arcade, you have zombies, you have multiplayer, and you have campaign. So if you aren't using the campaign, you can delete the campaign. And the same kind of situation goes for Modern Warfare and Warzone. If you aren't using the campaign in Modern Warfare, or the spec ops in Modern Warfare, you can choose to delete that. But if you're somebody who plays all of these, they will not fit on your base PlayStation 4. There has got to be a better way for file management, is there not? That is mind-blowing to me. And additionally, I don't know why the base PlayStation 4 has to deal with such large file sizes, because hypothetically, they should just have a 1080p texture pack. They don't have to have these 4K textures that take up so much of the space. How are these games continually staying as large as they are? I'm trying to process it in my mind, but it's just not coming to fruition. I looked to Fortnite where Epic Games has consolidated what Fortnite uh, takes up in terms of space in an incredible way. So, why can't that technology be applied to Activision? Why can't they figure out some way to do this? I would love to hear in the comment section down below if there's some kind of reason behind this huge file size. But, um, yeah, sorry for those base PlayStation 4 players, because it looks like you are just kind of out of luck on that one. But to round out today's show, normally I'm trying to stray away from talking about television and movies, but Paramount Plus is getting the Halo TV series, which is going to premiere in 2022. Now this is a shift because it was originally set to launch on Showtime, so it seems some rights have shifted behind the scenes, and now you can look forward to it on Paramount Plus. Of course, star-studded cast, very excited to see what they bring to the table with this one. And then on top of that, it looks like Henry Cavill is bringing a Mass Effect adaptation to some kind of screen near you. That is yet to be determined. Uh, but very keen-eyed fans saw this blurred out script here on Henry Cavill's Instagram account and used a technology called Frog Magic to dig into what text is actually here. And they found the words Reaper, Severus, excuse me, Cerberus, Talizora, and Geth. I know Geth, not a big Mass Effect guy, so the rest of them are kind of up in the air for me, but it seems that a Mass Effect film could be on the way, and of course Legendary has been developing a Mass Effect film for years at this point. It looks like maybe that could finally come to fruition. In regards to this one, I like it because Cavill is a huge nerd, he builds PCs, he is one of us, as somebody would say, uh, and so this is very cool to see, hopefully it does come to fruition, and I know a ton of fans are very excited about this project, so I do hope that it does come to see the light of day. Stay tuned, and of course you can follow Henry Cavill on Instagram for more information as it comes out. But that rounds out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. If you enjoyed today's show, drop me a like down below and let me know what you think about everything we talked about here today. But specifically, are you surprised that Anthem has gone the way of the road? Are you surprised that Anthem Next is not going to be developed? And do you want it to come back someday in some kind of way, shape, or form? Did you play it? Do you play it? Would love to hear everything you think about that in the comment section down below. But until tomorrow, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon and peace.